0: Why are you running?
1: I'm running because people, people really need a representative who actually is going to represent people in that uh, business and self-interest. So I'm running to be um, the voice for people again and to, um, you know, to bring politics and a, and a representative back to actually listening to the people, working with people and their community needs and bringing it to a nationwide you know, um, representation for in D.C.,
0: How do you beat an incumbent uh, who won uh, the district by such a large margin? How do you win? Assuming you win the nomination.
1: Yeah, I can't predict we're going (laughs) to (laughs) win. our particular campaign, um, I don't think people are really happy with uh, Paul Mitchell's representation. Uh, He has notoriously um, not been able to really come out in the public in the whole town hall. Um, I uh, happen to be a volunteer a lobbyist for the Citizens Climate Lobby Group. I happened to visit his office three times in the last two years. Um, I met with his aide for the most part based on um, meetings. However, this last time in May when I went to his office in D.C., he actually didn't even like uh, get up to shake my hand. He got up and shut the door. So I knew right there that he is not a representative for the people. And although he might disagree possibly with the topic of climate change, he is not willing to sit down at a table and discuss uh, bipartisan, um, you know, uh, discuss issues in a bipartisan relationship and try to find common ground. So I don't think that he actually is really works for uh, the people of District 10 or the American people.
0: So of the three Democrats, what makes you the uh, best qualified to win the nomination?
1: Well, I do believe that I'm the most progressive candidate. Uh, versus um, Mike McCarthy and uh, Frank Um, I think that people are ready uh, for more bold and progressive leadership here in the United States and here in District 10 so I think with that plus um, you know we are running a grassroots campaign in a very large area and of course as you mentioned in the red district and so it's really about um, the unity of people and that's about you know actually myself even running Um, You know, so I think that people um, in our campaign are all volunteers, and there's just a huge outreach with the communities um, in the last nine months that I've been on the campaign trail, uh, just meeting with people and building those relationships. And I think I've done that better than the other two candidates.
0: Now, some Democratic candidates uh, have made opposing President Trump a major campaign theme, uh, but is being anti-Trump enough to win? Do Democrats need a more substantial message?
1: um i don't know really you know on some democrats doing that as their strategy however for my campaign uh we are not um really putting down the president uh, there might be some things personally i dislike um, especially his tweeting policy um i don't care for that at all however uh we try to keep a more um, positive uh solution-based community solution-based um we talk more about like health care is human rights. And, um, you know, some of these other things that are more of an issue than it is really um, nitpicking and, and, you know, we're not part of the bullying system, Um, We're not attacking anybody, and I think that's what stands us out differently.
0: Now, our listeners, uh, over the course of the last few months, uh, we've been doing uh, uh, reporting on some of the things that our listeners have identified as issues that matter most to them, Uh, and they've identified four, uh, water, transportation, education, and gerrymandering. So let's take each one separately. First, how would you improve our water if you were elected to Congress?
1: Well, I definitely think, um, you know, I know that the Republican side likes to eliminate government being part of that process, you know, as uh, um, you know, having regulations they would like to deregulate. I don't think that that is the answer when it comes to our natural resources like the Great Lakes and our drinking water. I think that um, we need the EPA uh, to protect us. I know that the state, uh, state government and DEQ kind of rely on the federal EPA for some of those regulations. So I I think we need to take great care of um, our safety of our water and our drinking water. And uh, I'm a big advocate for the environment. I believe that we need Enbridge to get out of uh, Lake Huron and the Mackinac Strait. Um, It's already leaking. I think it's irresponsible of our current government not to quickly find solutions uh, to move us quickly out of that danger zone. Um, I do know that the Great Lakes are the second largest body of fresh water. Uh, we, you know, it is a, a crime, in my opinion, that legislation would have passed um, the rights for Nestle to, um, you know, take so much water out of our aquifers, and, uh, and, and that actually leads to competition. Even fracking leads to competition for that water with our farmers. Uh, we also have a lot of E. coli runoff here in, in District 10 that needs to be identified and um, figure out what to do with the increase in pig farming and cattle farming up in the Thumb area. Um, so we have a lot of um, issues that we need to address. I don't think that um, it's the company itself that can self-regulate that. So I do believe that we need stronger uh, legislation in order to protect those resources.
0: Okay. Um, now, on the issue of transportation or transit, if you want to narrow it down a bit, uh, what would you do?
1: That is, um, you know, I was really excited when uh, President Trump was talking about infrastructure Because we really have a lot of opportunity to move in, to make new business an opportunity for renewable and sustainable energy. And part of that includes, um, you know, railways and and things for, um, especially in the the thumb area, uh, tourism. You know, tourism is suffering around the edges of our harbor towns in the thumb. And they have really failed transportation uh, railroad systems up there to carry out crops and things like that. And if we go ahead and invest, especially with – um, you know, either a wind or a solar, um, you know, type of solution and offer up, um, you know, some sort of incentives or resources in order to get those infrastructures built, I think that lends to a wonderful opportunity to solve a couple uh, problems here in the sum area. So, um, you know, moving around people is something that uh, I'm concerned about as we grow um, through our population, but also uh, moving our crops around in tourism is very important to the sum area.
0: And how would you make our schools in Michigan better?
1: Well, I do believe—I know a lot of people um, are, are split by this—but I do believe that um, uh, to support public schools, and that the money uh, for each child should stay within that public schools, and we need to fix our public schools with more resources. I also believe in, like, uh, preschool having—you know—school maybe start a year earlier, uh, pre-K, in order to help with um, child care, you know, home child care. Um, and to be able to offer that. There's a couple things on on, uh, supporting our public schools. I also believe because I'm in the online industry that we really need to get on top of um, using programming languages as a second language for our students. Um, You know, one of the big things we're going to lose out to is automation in manufacturing. So we really need to stay on top of that. I also feel that we need to offer um, incentive programs and opportunity for skilled trade apprenticeships and offer some relief for students for two-year um, college education.
0: Do you believe that gerrymandering is a problem? And if so, what, uh, what could you do about it if you were in Congress?
1: I uh, completely respect what the voters, not politicians, have done um, in getting so many signatures. Uh, I think it needs to stop. And I think that if you're going to set boundaries, that it should be done by a third party, the party of the people, and not the party that's in office or holding power. Um, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, I think that the Voters Not Politicians has a wonderful ballot initiative. Um, the citizens have requested this to go on the ballot. So therefore, I respect the fact that it should go on that ballot.
0: What issues have we not talked about that, uh, that you'd like to mention?
1: Yeah. Um, so some people have said that you know I have lack of experience for this type of office. Um, I'm I'm actually the president of Heronia Heights subdivision in my associate, you know, in my uh, uh, in my community in Worth Township, and I also and I've been on that board for over 13 years. I also have been the chairwoman of Concerned Associations, which is four subdivisions where we talk about um, health and safety issues for the people and community. Um, in work township, and we're able to work in bipartisan format. I also think um, I'd like to mention that I'm a climate reality leader. There's 11,000 of us internationally, so um, I've been able in the last couple years to network others and find out solutions for um, sustainable communities um, around the world and how we get through um, our climate crisis and how we can come up with solutions to move off of oil dependency. Uh, One of the things that I've already my policy team has already started in hopes that i win is that we would like to eliminate oil-based single-use products and replace them with plant-based and that really offers a wonderful opportunity possibly for the farmers in lieu of the uh, tariffs that are coming down especially the soy tariffs so if we can produce uh, let's say corn-based um you know single-use products here in michigan and in the thumb we can actually manufacture them here and actually help with um you know getting off of that plastic based dependency and helping out our waterways so, so i think there's when you take a look at a problem and you really take a look at the Aryan communities, you might be able to come up with a unique solution.
0: Now, you mentioned the fact that uh, uh, this is your first run for political office, uh, and there are many who are running across the country who uh, uh, are are getting involved and are uh, are reaching out to those voters who feel like the establishment has disenfranchised them. That's true on both the right and the left. It sounds like you feel like that could be an advantage for you, not not being part of the Political machine?
1: I think that when people ask me, um, you know, like I've I've done many meet and greets now and and been around um, all over the Thumb area and the six different counties, and they do ask me about my, you know, what they call lack of experience. And I do tell them that I should be a breath of fresh air. So, yes, I agree with you on that. But however, I do want to mention that there is some skill sets that I believe that you do need in order to run for this type of position and to you know, serve that position well. And so those those would be like leadership skills, project management, things like that.